Okay, thank you all for coming. We are continuing our discussion of Chaitanya Charitamrita as an overview whirlwind of uh, turbo overview, high speed overview. And we're coming toward the end of our journey through the Adi-lila, Adi-lila, and Antya-lila. appears in this world uh, for altogether 48 years and uh, there's a kind of even division of his life. The first 24 years was <clears throat> leading up to taking sannyas and then the second half, the second 24 years, as a sannyasi in Puri, then traveling, then back to Puri, uh, then to Vrindavan, then back to Puri, and then the final years, as I understand, um, a 12-year period, he remained in Puri, And especially during this time, he focuses on the in-reach, so to speak. Uh, we spoke something about this. There was outreach and there was in-reach. And his in-reach is portrayed, is represented by Krishnadas Kaviraj in many verses of chapters 14 through 19. One could include chapter 20, the final chapter, because he is uh, he's teaching, but he's also very much absorbed in uh, Krishna Bhava, Krishna Bhava uh, translated uh, the expression Krishna Bhava as Krishna consciousness. That's what that comes from. Krishna Bhava Namrita. the nectar of the Bhava, the emotions. Uh, of Krishna Bhakti. That's where that comes from. <clears throat> and it's Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who is showing <clears throat> the highest, the very highest mm, degree of such Bhavanamrita. Mm. When Srila Prabhupada was first coming to the West, he came on a ship, uh, 
Calcutta. And it stops in Colombo, Sri Lanka, and then went further west through the Suez Canal, through the uh, Mediterranean Sea, and across the Atlantic, and landed in Boston first, and then New York. And Prabhupada kept a diary during the three weeks' journey. And he mentions in his diary that his consolation is what kept him inspired uh, during this journey was to read Chaitanya Chaitanya. Of course, he was reading uh, the original Bengali, his own native language. So, uh, we're coming now to, we didn't really, we hardly touched on uh, the first two of these, appreciation and correction. Um, we, we did discuss briefly some of the episodes. This section of 13 chapters has um, so many, so many different interactions with devotees. It's very, very mm, special treasure for devotees to get the sense of being very close to Lord Chaitanya, Lord Chaitanya in his sort of daily interactions, how he interacted with others. So the first two are these interactions and the second half, intoxication, instruction, in a sense, uh, you could say it's, it's his giving up of those interactions, and not entirely, but engaging more in the inner interactions, the actions, the interactions with Krishna uh, in uh, deep, deep, deep absorption, but with the assistance uh, frequent assistance of certain devotees, especially Saradamadharan and Ramananda Rai, who would inspire him, spark, uh, it would uh, prompt, it would prompt him, uh, especially by quoting verses from the Srimad Bhagavatam especially from the 10th canto, especially from his, from Krishna's interactions with the gopis. So this is all very exalted subject. And uh, I don't remember where it is, but Krishna does Kaviraj at one point, he indicates that um, He's just going to go ahead and write, even if no one understands <laughs> what he's writing. And one, one place he says, uh, it's okay if they don't understand. In fact, I am happy if they don't understand. <laughs> if the non-devotees don't understand, that's, that's okay. That's good. So, if we now go to uh, our, our other little diagram, of relations, um, we have these different sort of categories of types of persons that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is interacting with, closer to him, further away from him, um, expressed in terms of concentric circles. So now we could say, we could perhaps imagine now that this 
um, two-dimensional diagram is instead of two dimensions, it's three dimensions. It's uh, it's a yantra, which is like a mountain. You can sometimes you can see uh, they make three-dimensional yantras. So here we have the, like a three-dimensional yantra, and on top of this yantra, the, the peak, the pinnacle, that's where Lord Chaitanya is um, with his very close associates. Uh, and Or you can invert it and say the depth, the deepest part, <laughs> is where Lord Chaitanya is now. High or deep, whatever. So he's kind of leaving behind these um, social considerations and he's entering into uh, the depths of his being as Radha and Krishna. But it's interesting that in these depths he, he interacts with certain persons but also he interacts with this outermost ring, animals, plants, objects, and substances. In particular, in Puri, he runs uh, to um, Chattaka Parvat. This is a sand dune. It's a large sand dune. still there. Um, thinking it is Govardhan. Thinking it is Govardhan. He dives into the ocean, thinking it is the Yamuna. So these are physical substances. Um, a mountain of seawater. But his most intense emotions are evoked by these physical substances. So... It's interesting. On the one hand, the physical substances or animals, plants, trees are the most distant. We generally don't see ourselves relating in personal ways with trees. And of course, people have their pet animals, uh, but they're kind of distant from the human universe, you can say. But for Lord Chaitanya, they become... Uh, objects that are no longer objects. They're, they are substance of Krishna. They, they embody they embody something of Krishna. Okay, so then we can go to Can everyone see this? Okay, I'm jumping in to chapter 14, verse 40 of Antilila. where there, it's a beginning of a description of this intensity of Chaitanya's Mahaprabhu's love. Ratri hoile sharupa ramanam devayyam apana manerabham kohe ugharya At night, Lord Chaitanya would reveal to Sharadamadar and Ramananda Rai, ecstatic feelings of his mind. <clears throat> How did he do this? Prapta pranashta chitta atma yaya vishado chitta de Krihita kapalika dharma kone rendavanam sendriya shishavrinda. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, At first, 
my mind somehow achieved the treasure of Krishna. But it again lost him. Therefore, it gave up my body and home because of lamentation and accepted the religious principles of a kamalika yogi. <laughs> then my mind went to Vrindavan with its disciples, my senses. So there's some play here, it's making an extended metaphor. The mind is being described as a yogi. What sort of yogi? A kapalika, which uh, these are the yogis who go around with a begging bowl consisting of the uh, half of a skull of a, of a human body. Yes, they're, yeah, kapalika yogis. They're quite um, strange people. <laughs> so he says, I became like, my mind became like that and went to Vrindavan along with its disciples, my senses. <laughs> and now I think there will be a series of verses in this different meter. Krishna Das Kaviraj uses um, for Bengali verses he uses two types of meters throughout. Most uh, are in what are called uh, things called pi r meter, pi r, <clears throat> like jaya jaya shri chaitanya jaya nityananda jaya chandra jaya gaur bhakti as pi r meter. And the other uh, meter is this one, which is, I believe, called tripadi, tripadi, uh, having three feet, tripadi. And this is the meter of our Guru Puja song from Narottam Das Thakur. Praktaratnaharaniya taraguna sannariya Mahaprabhu Shantape Vivaha Raya Sharupera No, Raya Sharupera Kantadani Raya Sharupera Kantadani Kohe Kaha Hari Hari Darja Gela Ila Chapaha Chapaha Having lost his acquired gem, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became overwhelmed with lamentation by remembering its attributes. Then, grasping the necks of Ramananda Rai and Sarukamanda Swami, he cried, Alas, where is my Lord Hari? Where is Hari? Finally, he became restless and lost all patience. So this is very much um, typical in a sense, and it's uh, embodying the a, a very key principle of Gaudiya Vaishnava theology, which is mm, that uh, it's not that we claim to meet Krishna; it's much more that we long to meet Krishna, that Krishna is absent. And the feeling of his absence, viraha, is the source of, on the one side it says your lamentation, but in fact, on the deeper level is of the greatest joy. In a sort of paradoxical way. So, um, yes, where is my word? He Rad, He Rajadevi, He Chalalite, He Nanda Suno Kutam, Shigo Vardhana Kaldakar, Patali, what is it? Shigo Vardhana Kaldakar, Patali, no, 
next three verses. He Radhe, Radhe, Kechalavite, He Namasu, Go Santavi, anyway, Go Santavi, Tisarvatova, Jatare, Ke Der Mahavivalo, Vande Rupa, Sanatano, Radhu Gigao, Shri Jiva, Go Palako. What were the six Goswamis doing? They were wandering around Vrindavan, calling out, O Radha, <clears throat> uh, where are you? <laughs> hey, hey Radha, Radha, Chalavite, and where is Lalita? Uh, so, um, that mode of absence is uh, the kind of essential principle Godiya Vaishnavism in contrast to, again, we've talked about the Valava Sampradaya. In the Valava tradition, there's no, to my knowledge, there's no talk about absence of Krishna. No, Krishna is always present. No problem. <laughs> also in the Nimbark tradition, Krishna is, they say there's no question of separation. Philosophically, they're absolutely correct. But in terms of uh, in devotional emotion, uh, something the Vaishnavas would say, something the Gaudians would say, something is missing. Shunobanda Krishna Madhuri Jaralove Moraman Chalinoka Veda Dharma Jogi Aya Hoyiva my dear friends, he said, please hear of Krishna's sweetness. Because of a great desire for that sweetness, my mind has given up all social and Vedic religious principles and taken to the profession of begging. <laughs> yogi hoya, exactly like a mystic yogi. Bhikkhari, Diksha. Um, is begging uh, and loka veda dharma chadi chadi the apostrophe after the i indicates why long a in our transliteration system so chadiya having given up the dharma of the vedas and the dharmas of this world I become a yogi and I just go back. Krishna Lila Mandala Shudha Shanka Kundala Gadiyache Shukka Kari Karam She Kundala Kane Pari Krishna Lahu Thalidhari Asha Juri Kandera Uparam the ring of Krishna's Rasalila, manufactured by Shukadeva Swami, the most auspicious craftsman, is as pure as an earring made from a conch shell. The yogi of my mind is wearing that earring upon his ear. From a gourd, he has carved out the bowl of my aspirations. And he has taken the bag of my expectations on his shoulder. <laughs> so he's taking this idea of a yogi and he's unpacking it in a uh, figurative, in a, in a metaphorical way. And this is very rich. Uh, he says that Shukadeva Swami is, uh, is a jeweler. Gadiyache Shukka Karikara. Shukadeva Swami, how is he a jeweler? Because he has very expertly um, shaped through his speech, through his language, he has shaped the ring, the mandala, <laughs> uh, which is the rasa man's 
described in Tenth Canto Shrimad Bhagavatam, uh, five chapters. Who knows which five chapters those are? Anyone know the numbers? Chapters 29 through 33. It's sometimes called the Rasa Panchadhyaya. Adhyaya means chapter, Pancha means five, Rasa means Rasa. Rasa Panchadhyaya, the five chapters of Rasa Lila. So he's now saying Shukadev is like a jeweler, and with his language he is so beautifully presented these five chapters. Um, and of course, it's it's a kind of double play because what is the rasa dance? It's a it's a a dance in a circle. So a circle is a ring, and he's saying he has fashioned this very nice ring. And I'm a yogi, or my mind is a yogi. And what is a yogi? These kapalika yogis apparently they would wear um, one shell ring in their ear. <laughs> so he's saying, I'm a yogi and I'm wearing this ring. Which ring? The ring that was fashioned by Shukadeva Goswami. In other words, he's always hearing uh, the uh, description of Krishna's uh, most exalted activity in wrestling. And then he says, I have a bowl, because yogis would carry a begging bowl, apparently not a skull. This time it's lao, lao, squash or gourd. Tali is translated as bowl. And he has um, a juli. A juli is a bag. And it's, what is this bag? It's the bag of his asha, his expectations. And um, and uh, the gourd, the bowl, is the bowl, the label of his aspiration, Trishna. Trishna means thirst. In the Buddhist uh, system, the four um, so-called noble truths. The first is dukkha. This world is dukkha. The second is trishna. Why is it dukkha? Because we are trishna. Because we have thirst. We have longing. We have desire. Uh, the third is nirvana. It is possible to reach to become free from Krishna's answer. And how? Marga, by following a path. Which path? The Eightfold Path of the Buddhists. Um, but Lord Chaitanya, he's carrying his Krishna as a yogi. He's not trying to get rid of his Krishna. He's, uh, he's begging. What is he begging for? He's begging for the alms. Uh, of uh, Krishna Bhakti. Chintakanta Udigai Juli Vibhuti Malinathai Haha Krishna Pralapa Uttaram Udvega Vadashahate Lobera Julani Mate Bikavave, Bikavave, Kine, Kolevara. In Bengali, the Ksha is pronounced Kha. So, Biksha uh, becomes Bika, Shina becomes Kina. It's like a double KH. Um, the Yogi of my mind wears the torn quilt of anxiety on his dirty body, Chintakanta. Uh, kanta is 
It's a quilt, which means it's um, taking rags, just pieces of rejected cloth, and uh, sewing them together. Um, yeah, the uh, six Goswamis again is it in that verse, Yakva Tornamastesha Mandala Vatishen Himsa Tucha Bhutva Dina Ganeshiko Karunayam Kopina Kanta Sri Ashita Gopi Bhavara Samitandila Hari Kala Kalala Magnapur Bande Rupa Sanatano so, um, kanta means uh, a quilt. So they gave up chakfala. They gave up having given up everything. They mandalavati, they were big shots. <laughs> they gave it all up. <clears throat> Training instead of tuchava. Tuchava uh, as insignificant. Bhutva. Having become Bhutva Dina, lowly, wretched Dina, Karunaya, Kopina, out of mercy, out of compassion, Karunaya, Kopina Kantashi. So they simply wore a loincloth and um, a Kanta, a torn quilt. So here, Lord Chaitanya says, uh, This is my mind, it's wearing this quilt. Which is covered with dust and ashes. His only words are, Alas, Krishna. Ha, Krishna. Ha, Krishna. <clears throat> Pralapa Uttara. Crazy, he replies. Pralapa. Lapa, speaking Pralapa. Crazy talk. He wears 12 bangles of distress on his wrist. I don't know why 12. And a turban of greed on his head, Lover Chula. Because he has not eaten anything, he is very thin. Viksha <laughs> Abhade, because of the absence of alms, Kshina Kalevara, his Kalevara, his body, is Kina. It's Vasa Shukka Dijo Gigama Krishna Atmani Ranjana Rajetaram Jatta Viradana Shri Shri Chai Kurantra Daivamitana Bhagavata Di Shastra Gane Koriyache Varnanhemi Shetarja Pode Anukhanamu the great yogi of my mind always studies the poetry and discussions of Lord Krishna's Vrindavan pastimes. In Srimad Bhagavatam and other scriptures, great saintly yogis like Vyasadeva and Shukadeva Goswami have described Lord Krishna as the super soul beyond all material contamination. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, let's see, Shetarja. Huh. That competition of poetry between two parties. Bhagavadani, Shasravani, Koyashi, Varnani. Krishnatmani, Janjana. So he's comparing his mind to a yogi, and then he's saying, Yasa, he's also a yogi, and Shuka, he's also a yogi. <laughs> he's also, they're yogis, so we're all yogis. <clears throat> Bhagavata Adi, so Bhagavata refers to the Bhagavatam, 
And Adi means beginning with. So <clears throat> Mahaprabhu was hearing and reading Bhagavatam, but he was also hearing and reading other works. Uh, it's mentioned he was hearing and or reading uh, the um, Gita Novinda uh, of Jayadev Goswami, which became extremely popular. Uh, it's um, it's said to be simple Sanskrit. It's uh, Jayadev lived uh, sometime before Lord Chaitanya, and uh, it's said that he was from Odisha. So the Gita Govinda became very popular in Odisha, and uh, it's chanted, it's sung, as I understand, in the Jagannath Mandir. It's also sung in the Jaipur Govinda Dev Temple. Um, at least a few verses of it. One time I was visiting the Govinda Dev Temple one morning, morning darshan, 7.30 maybe it was. And this is a very popular temple. Um, it's... Uh, it's, uh, I think, especially f- fun time to go is in the morning uh, for the morning darshan reading because the enthusiasm of the people to have darshan is so amazing. And these people, many of them are business people. They're on their way to work. They start their day by first going to the temple and having darshan. Uh, And after the curtain opened, everyone is... (laughs) And then immediately people start singing and sort of a cappella, there are no instruments, they just start singing in unison. And I was listening and wondering, what is that they're singing? And someone told me later, it's verses from Gita Govinda. And it's like full-throated, you know, very sweet, devotional. Dashindriyeshishakari Mahabhaula namadari Shishalaya korilagaman Moradeha shasadana Vishaya Boga Mahadana, Vishai Boga Mahadana, Shabachari, Geva Vrindavan. The mystic yogi of my mind has assumed the name Mahabhaula and made disciples of his ten senses. Thus, my mind has gone to Vrindavan, leaving aside the home of my body and the great treasure of material enjoyment. So, some days ago we spoke about about Lord Chaitanya physically going to Vrindavan. Now he's going to Vrindavan in his mind. But what is his mind? His mind is a yogi. <laughs> and his yogi mind has disciples. And what are the disciples? They're his ten senses. So, in effect, he's again going to Vrindavan because what is the body? The body is uh, composed of senses. But he's staying the whole time in Puri and he's simply listening to uh, these scriptures and remembering Krishna. It's referring here to the Baulas. The Baulas are uh, sort of, well, they're considered by Bhaktivinoda Thakur as Apasampradayan. They're kind of uh, village singers, in, um, especially in Bengal, I guess also in Odisha. I don't know. 
Bengal and Bangladesh. And they sort of go around um, singing um, devotional songs, but I think also romantic songs. Uh, so they're like they're like in in the West the troubadours. You've heard of the troubadours in the Middle Ages. These um, wandering musicians they would go around and they would, they would sing for the princess and, and inspire some donations. I guess. So these bowels are like that. So he says, I'm a yogi, but I'm also a vowel, <laughs> sort of wild. Uh, they're, they're like people sort of on the edge of society, you could say. But they are appreciated for their music. In fact, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, even though he didn't like them in terms of Sampradaya, he took some of their melodies and employ them in his um, in his songs. Oh, I see. <laughs> Vrindavane Prajagana Jatas Tabara Jangama Vrikalata Kripasta Ashrame Tarakhari Vikatana Halamula Patrashana E Priti Koreshishashane In Vrindavan he goes, and this yogi bowed goes from door to door begging alms with all his disciples. He begs from both the moving and the non-moving inhabitants, the citizens, the trees, and the creepers. In this way, he lives on fruits, roots, and leaves. patra So he's portraying himself. Of course, he himself, Lord Chaitanya, is a sannyasi. And the sannyasis are, um, their occupation, their means of maintenance, traditionally, is begging. They go door to door. <laughs> so he's... But in Puri, Lord Chaitanya was much respected and didn't have to go begging. Uh, he was supplied all that he needed. But in his mind, he wanted to be such a sort of homeless beggar in Vrindavan. That was the um, sort of ideal, the spirit of uh, just being a homeless uh, yogi, begging door to door from the householders, Grihastha Vikka Artana, begging from door to door. Maybe a couple more. Krishna Guna Rupa Rasha Ganda Shakta Parashara She Shutta Ashade Gopigana Ta Shobara Grashare Grasso Sheshe Ani Panchandriya Sheshe the gopis of Vrindavan, the gopis of Radhavuni, always taste the nectar of Krishna's attributes, his beauty, his sweetness, his aroma, the sound of his flute and the touch of his body. My mind's five disciples, the senses of perception, gather the remnants of that nectar from the gopis and bring them to the yogi of my mind. The senses maintain their lives by eating those remnants. 
So he's he's extending this um, metaphor. There's another extended metaphor in near the beginning of Chaitanya Charitamrita, chapters uh, 9, Avilila, 9, 10, 11, 12. They're describing the tree of Krishna Prema with um, Madhavendra Puri as the seed, the nine sannyasis as the roots, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as the trunk, uh, the two main branches, Advaita and Nityananda, and then many sub-branches and sub-sub-branches, all the, as I mentioned, around 300 names mentioned all together. Um, so that's like an ex- And then out of this comes fruit, and what do you do with fruit? You can harvest it, and you can distribute it. So... And then Lord Chaitanya is the tr- trunk, but he's also the gardener of this, tr- um, of this tree. So all of this is what you can call an extended metaphor. So now we have another extended menaf- metaphor. And this is the mind as a yogi with his disciples. And now we have these disciples going around begging and what are they begging? They're getting the remnants of the uh, experience of the gopis, of their association with Krishna, of the guna, the rupa, rasa, guna, rupa, rasa, ganda, shabda, parasha. Parasha, uh, this word, um, comes from sparsha. Sparsha means touch and Somehow it gets kind of turned around and becomes parasha. <clears throat> so the, <laughs> uh, these yogi, yogi's disciples are going, going begging. They're receiving these remnants and then they bring them as the disciples should do with their begging. They bring what they've collected to their guru. <laughs> so they're bringing what they've collected to their guru uh, who is the yogi, who is the mind. And so Mahaprabhu is saying, this is what I'm, this is how I'm experiencing Vrindavan. Uh, so that's an interesting way of describing um, the yoga, yoga, the yoga of uh, meditation uh, on Krishna. Because Krishna, Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, chapter uh, 6, that it's a very good idea to make uh, the mind into a friend. Um, Instead of an enemy. If we don't make it into a friend, it becomes an enemy. How to make it into a friend? Lord Chaitanya is making his mind into a yogi friend in this way. He's going to Rindhav. Okay, one more verse. Shunyakunja mundak mandak kone joga basa krishna dane tahan rahe laya shishagana. Krishna Atma Niranjana Shakat Taki Temana Dhana Ratri Kore Jagaranha. There is a solitary garden where Krishna enjoys his pastimes. And in one corner of a pavilion in that garden, the yogi of my mind along with his disciples, practices mystic yoga. (laughs) Wanting to see Krishna directly, this yogi remains awake throughout the night, meditating on Krishna, who is the super-soul, uncontaminated by the three modes of nature. (laughs) I remember reading... um, 
so many years ago, I was curious about um, the practice of pranayama. And um, BKS, no, no, uh, BNK, no, BKS Iyengar uh, wrote a famous um, book, um, Light on Yoga, and another book, Light on Pranayama. So I was very excited. I got a copy of Light on Pranayama and started reading and. Um, in the beginning of the book, he explained, you want to practice this pranayama seriously, then you have to, uh, you have to practice for two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon, two hours in the evening, and two hours at midnight. That's proper pranayama practice. <laughs> That's about as far as I got with that book. <laughs> so yeah, the serious yogi yogis doing uh, dhyana meditation, they're pretty much forgetting about sleep. But this yogi, says Lord Chaitanya, this yogi, my mind, it stays up at night. And what does it do? It goes in this garden where it's Krishna uh, and it's watching. (laughs) It's awake throughout the night, meditating on Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Rama,